These are the three most important things to focus on during the Cardinals' Sunday night preseason Week 2 matchup against the Baltimore Ravens. You are Locked On Cardinals, your daily Arizona Cardinals podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, I'm Alex Clancy. I'm the host of Locked On Cardinals. Thanks for hanging out. Thanks for making Locked On Cardinals your first listen each and every day, free and available on all platforms. Follow me on Twitter at Clancy's Corner. Follow the podcast at Locked On AZ Cards. Today's episode is brought to you by Elias. Their app lets you access team and player stats, head-to-head comparisons, uh, etc. Give yourself the edge this NFL season. Find Elias Game Plan in the App Store or Play Store today. Week two preseason. I'm not going to call it week three. I've, we've already discussed this. Don't make me go over it. I'm going to go over it. I will not call a one-game Hall of Fame game a full week of preseason. Just like I will not count the play-in game for the NCAA tournament the first round. The first round is when the first full slate of games happens. So I call this week two, the second game for the Arizona Cardinals this preseason. Um, had a pretty convincing win against Cincinnati Pat this past Friday. Um, there's going to be, the depth chart is a little bit different, uh, but the points that I'm focusing on the most haven't changed. Um, there's three things that I think are very important for the Arizona Cardinals to, um, to watch for us to watch for us to experience and to kind of start to come to some stronger conclusions as to which players will be able to be trusted going into the 2022 season, starting week one at home against the Kansas City Chiefs on September 11th. So the first thing, and this is in no particular order, the first thing that I want to watch is getting it right out of the gate is Zayvon Collins. Zayvon Collins looked absolutely lost in Cincinnati. So there's a couple different ways you can look at this. One, it's the first game for a while, a while ago, you know, getting used to some teammates, maybe had to overcompensate for players that are, that are twos and threes that aren't necessarily going to start on game day. Or you can look at it as Zayvon Collins looked absolutely lost against players that he should be playing better at with how, where he was drafted and where the others were drafted. Those are two different options. Um, there were two huge chunk runs that were called back due to holding. The first one was not a hold. It was, you know, it wasn't a hold. David Collins had a bad angle, and another player that I can't remember who it was that, that was alongside him had a bad angle, a bad closing angle. And Chris Evans went yard, uh, got called back for holdings. Another one happened in the second half. Zayvon Collins was unable to push the line at all. His arms were not extended. Like, if you watched the game and you watched Zayvon Collins specifically, that was not a whelming performance. It was not even close to overwhelming. And it was made underwhelming seem a little bit light, uh, definition-wise. You need to see... More out of Zayvon Collins. Sure, Isaiah Simmons isn't there. Byron Murphy, Buda Baker, Jalen Thompson, J.J. Watt up front, Marcus Golden on the pass rush. Like, the, the guys aren't there, and but you're playing against twos and threes like that you should thrive against. Victor Dimikaji looked fantastic. Two sacks was a terror behind the line of scrimmage. Six-round pick out of Duke. Okay? Um, the two rookies. Cam Thomas. Sanders, living behind the line of scrimmage. 
when they were set up as pass rushers. And Zayvon Collins looked absolutely lost. Remember, Zayvon Collins is the Mike linebacker this year coming up. He's the heartbeat of this defense. And at this point, we don't know if he's able to play the position at the NFL level. We don't know. That's not to say he can't. That's not to say he won't. That's not to say he won't excel. That's not to say he won't fail in some sense. We we honestly don't know. Jordan Hicks, gone. Okay. Zayvon Collins was injured towards the tail end of last season. I guess he was going through some, some nagging injuries throughout the better part of the 2021 season. So maybe he wasn't in full strength. Maybe with Isaiah Simmons taking that step forward, it'll make uh, Zayvon Collins' job a little bit easier. Okay. But what we've seen through one game in 2022, the only data that we have, he didn't look like he belonged in an NFL field. At least not as a starting Mike linebacker. Okay. That's just what we've seen so far. So going in Sunday night, first preseason home game, Zayvon Collins needs to show that he's ready to play in week one. And if I'm Cliff Kingsbury, and I talk with Steve Kime, you know, talk with VJ, talk with everybody, be like, how much we play these guys? I'm playing Zayvon Collins the entire game. <laughs> like, play him for the first three quarters. Not every down, but I want him to get a feel for this defense being his. You've got to get a feel for what Zayvon Collins is able to do. Now, again, one preseason game, very small sample size. And 2021 was a fairly small sample size when it came to impact snaps that he was actually on the field for. It's early. He's a rookie. It takes some time. I understand all of that. I'm not trying to rush the curve. I'm not trying to rush his ability to become, you know, a very impactful inside linebacker for the Arizona Cardinals. All I'm saying is up to this point, it's been severely underwhelming and a little troubling if things don't turn around. You'd think they will. You think he's going to get better. You think week two is going to be better in the preseason. As of right now, there needs to be a very giant leap for people to believe that he's going to be ready for week one at home against Kansas City, calling the plays on the defense. Alex Lancy, Locked On Cardinals. Thanks for hanging out. If this is your first listen, thanks. Thank you. I appreciate it. If you've been around for years, thank you as well. Like, there is no me without you. You complete me, Renee Zellweger. You do. You do. You had me at a low. You complete me. Yeah. Yeah, Renee Zellweger. I got there. I got there. You know, let's go to the zoo. Anyways, I'm back. Uh, follow the podcast at Locked on Hazy Cards. Please subscribe to the YouTube channel as well. Uh, leave a like on this video. Uh, hit, the, hit the notifications so you know when the videos are posted. I'm going to be doing something different on Sunday. I'm going to be trying something different because it's the preseason. I will be around during halftime, okay? But I will be doing it solely on Twitter spaces. So we can do it where you can raise your hand, ask a question. I'll be talking about the game through my phone on Twitter. Um, I just want to try it out. Because maybe it's another thing, another wrinkle that I can throw in. I will be doing an experiment Sunday night at halftime via Twitter. So if you don't have a Twitter, make one. Use an email address you don't use anymore. Join me at Clancy's Corner. I'll be doing a Twitter spaces talking all things Cardinals, Ravens. And uh, yeah, I hope you join me because it's going to be fun. And um, yeah, that's all. Coming up next, another very important thing that we need to be focusing on come Sunday night 
starting the Arizona Cardinals and the preseason. That's next, Locked on Cardinals. First, I got to talk to you about Dave. Okay? D-A-V-E. If you've got issues and you're like, listen, you got issues paying a bill. You're like, oh, man, I forgot about that. You need a little extra cheese, a little extra cash. You need to throw a little extra, a couple extra gallons in the tank. Dave can help. If you're living paycheck to paycheck or struggling to make ends meet, it can be really stressful when unexpected expenses come up. Dave can get you out of a pinch when you really need it. That's anybody could use that, right? Dave's the banking app that can help you get up to 500 bucks instantly with extra cash. That's more money to fill your tank, buy a wedding gift, or catch up on bills. There's no interest, there's no credit check needed. And if you're in a pinch and you need some extra cash, download Dave and think of it as a helping hand from your future self. Cool? It's kind of like time travel. So kind of download the Dave app from the app store right now. That's D A V E sign up for an extra cash account and get up to 500 bucks instantly for terms and conditions. Go to dave.com slash legal instant transfer fees apply banking provided by evolve member FD. I see. Previewing Cardinals Ravens with the big storylines that need to be looked at focused upon thought about during the Cardinals second preseason game. Sunday night at home against the Baltimore Ravens. The Lamar Jackson-less Baltimore Ravens. He will not play. Kyler Murray will not play. There is a player that will play. And I know that I'm doing these, you know, I'm not doing these in a ranking system. The three most important storylines going into the Week 2 game at home against the Baltimore Ravens uh, preseason edition. If, if, if Trey McBride's healthy, he's going to play. And the tight end room is just riddled with injuries currently uh Trey McBride comes back he's he's been hobbled this he's been hobbled during camp I want to see what the kids got like this is a selfish one maybe but the future of this organization will be in the hands of him his hands in the tight end room I mean Zach Ertz isn't getting any younger he's still Zach Ertz isn't old okay but you know it, it'll be nice to have a budding tight end um behind him or playing alongside him. We have no idea what Cliff Kingsbury is going to do. Like, he has all the weapons. You could line up Zach Ertz and, and Trey McBride as the X and the Y on the same side of the field. Like, these guys are different. They're different. So, with Trey McBride playing, I want to see, like, you know when you're watching a basketball game and there's 10 and 12-year-olds and you're like, that kid's good, that kid's good, that kid's better than everybody else, that kid's good. Like, with offensive talent, you can see it. Like we saw with Rondell Moore last preseason. We're like, holy shoot, he's fast. That's going to translate. Like you can tell. You can tell. And I want to see that from Trey McBride. I just want to see it like, I want to see him run one route and catch a ball for a first down or for a touchdown. You're like, yep, that's all you need to see. Get him off the field. You know, I'd like to see him play a couple series. I'd like them to target him like crazy because remember, Greg Dortch, Andy Isabella, like I'd rather focus on prepping the players that are going to be on the team in 2022. And I think Greg Dortch will be. That's not what not to say. Andy Isabella, I guess, but we're long past Andy Isabella's three touchdowns in two games two years ago. We're long past it. I'd rather get players prepped who are going to play meaningful snaps for the Cardinals. I want to see Trey McBride get 10 targets. It's like it's fake football. It's preseason. I would like to see Trey McBride just be just be the focal point of the offense if he's healthy and if he plays. Like, 
you don't want to overload him. You don't want to put him in situation like get him in space, get him some catches. Let's see what the kids got, and just check off another. Hopefully, check off another um another weapon for Kyler Murray in twenty twenty two. Like, yep, that'll work. And I feel like in the preseason, you're able to tell sometimes how that'll translate, you know, into when real football, you know, real pads, real players, you know, the the ones, you know, and the whole thing when the regular season starts. I'm like, if any, if you've listened to or watched this podcast for, you know, since like, say, let's say right before the draft, let's say you started listening the day before the draft. And then you listen to the podcast after they drafted Trey McBride. Like, well, that's one way to build a team. That's not to say that he's not the best tight end in this draft. That's not to say that he won't potentially be a perennial pro bowler. But now you've got him. You didn't draft an offensive lineman. You didn't draft an edge rusher. You didn't draft a corner. That's fine. That's gone. You better maximize his potential. That's that's the name of the game now. It's not finding snaps for him. It's not finding places to get him touches. It's coach him up, give him an opportunity to shine, and snatch away snaps from somebody else. Like, what if they use him in A.J. Green's role? And he's just, they're like, you know what? This dude is balling out so much. We got to find packages for him. Not because it's like, no, we got to force feed him in the offense, but like, he is stealing snaps from people because he's outplaying people. I want to see as much as I possibly can from him from today on. Because you know what? Kyler Murray's young. Buda Baker's young. You know, Hollywood Brown's young. Rondo Moore is young. Training Bride. Add him to the list. Because that's going to be the future of this organization. I want it to start Sunday night. Alex Lancey locked on Cardinals. Thanks for hanging. There's one more, one more name that I want to see because I don't believe it yet. I don't believe it yet. Many do. I don't. And if you didn't hear me three seconds ago, I don't believe it yet. I want to, but I don't yet. We'll see if Sunday night at home against the Ravens will be my full clarity moment as it pertains to this specific player, I'm going to talk about it next. Locked on Cardinals. First, I'm going to get serious here for a minute because this is a serious topic and it's it's important, okay? Really is. Mental health is important. Um, I've been through therapy in and out from when I was 10 years old through my 20s and I'm re- I've been recently going back, okay? Life is, life's tough. Sometimes, you know, you could use a little help and better help online therapy will assess your needs, can match you with your own licensed professional therapist in less than 48 hours, man. Like this isn't a crisis line. It's not self-help. It's professional therapy, excuse me, professional therapy done securely online, available to people worldwide. You can log into your account anytime and message your therapist. Okay. That's next level contact. You can schedule weekly video or phone sessions so you don't have to be on camera if you don't want to. And getting therapy every week is as easy as a a few clicks on your laptop or phone. It's a great way to invest in yourself, okay? In fact, so many people have been using BetterHelp that they're recruiting additional therapists in all 50 states 
so you know it's working. You know people are jumping on board with BetterHelp. And they have a special offer for my listeners. All right? Get 10% off your first month at BetterHelp.com slash locked on. That's 10% off your first month of online therapy at BetterHelp.com slash locked on. Three players who I am looking at more than others Sunday night when the Baltimore Ravens come into town to play the Arizona Cardinals in their week two preseason matchup. I'm Alex Clancy. Follow me on Twitter at Clancy's Corner. Please subscribe to the YouTube channel. It's football time, baby. You better buckle up because you're going to get a whole lot of content here from Lockdown Cardinals. Uh, my promise to you is that I'll be doing a halftime show every half of every game from here through week 18 and hopefully through a deep playoff run. I will not be doing it on YouTube on Sunday. I'll be trying something out. It's the preseason, trying to try something out. I'll be doing it via Twitter Spaces. If you don't know what Twitter Spaces is, that's fine. If you don't have a Twitter, uh, excuse me, if you don't have a Twitter account, that's okay also. If you want to sign up for one, use a, use a junk email and go and you'll be able to go to at Clancy's Corner and you'll be able to click on the Twitter space. Join me, ask questions, listen to my thoughts. It'll be all over audio. I'm super excited just to try it out, see if there's something different, a different, you know, wrinkle to me being able to communicate with you because, um, you know, I, I, I appreciate you listening. Truly, I do. Zayvon Collins needs to step up on Sunday against the Ravens to look less, less lost, to give us more confidence that he's going to be ready to run a defense like three weeks from now with no safety net for Jordan Hicks or any other veteran linebacker who's going to be calling the plays. Two, Trey McBride. That's a selfish one, okay? But I want to see him. I want him to get 10 targets. Like, I want to see it. I want to see what we're going to see in a warmed-up fashion in preseason in the regular season. I want to see it. I'm ready. Giddy up. Unleash the Trey McBride train. And the third one, I don't believe it yet. I want to, I think, but I'm not as sure, maybe because I've watched more Darrell Williams football than others. I'm not sure. Eno Benjamin. Like, I could have talked about Marco Wilson. Marco Wilson's going to be the CB2. Like, him and Antonio Hamilton, that's what it's going to be. Unless they can sign a corner, a corner we're 23 days away from kickoff. Uh, I don't know what Steve Kime's doing, but seems like he's going to ride with him. Marco Wilson's going to be the guy. Eno Benjamin, can he take the RB2 role away from Darrell Williams? Was that role his to begin with? Was Chase Edmonds deterring Eno Benjamin from getting run? I don't know. Okay, I don't know any of this. People love, you know, Benjamin, especially people who live in Arizona, who loved him at ASU, like he's homegrown kid. I get it. Homegrown cat is different. People root for him and people see potential that may not be there always because they're clouded by fandom. And that's what makes fandom great. It's like, who cares? Okay, seriously. If the dude comes out and steals reps, like Daryl Williams, I don't think is going to play. I want to see, you know, Benjamin under the spotlight because here's the thing. You're starting to ramp up your arsenal. Players you can trust every snap. You're calling an audible third and two on your own 43 when you need a first down. Maybe you call up, you know, Benjamin's play. Like, this is where that stuff starts. Where you gain the trust of your coaches. I want to see Eno Benjamin under the spotlight. Him and Trey McBride, those are the two that I'm here to see. And Trace McStorley, super fun. Super fun to watch. Like, that could get a little weird after this season if they let Colt McCoy go and Trace McSorley be, becomes the backup. I don't think it's going to happen. Just, I digress. doesn't matter. I want to see Eno Benjamin get some run. 
I want the oh my god moments in the preseason. I'm ready because I know bringing Darrell Williams, he's had RB1 snaps. Clyde Rizalaire, Damian Williams, they've had running back issues health-wise in Kansas City over the last handful of years. And Darrell Williams has come in and been fine. Jared McKinnon did it last year also. Uh, Derek Gore kind of took some Darrell Williams snaps. But I've seen what Darrell Williams can do with the high-powered offense. I haven't seen it with Eno Benjamin. He hasn't gotten the chance, okay? Yes, he had two or three good runs in the regular season last year, and he didn't get the time. If they can find an elixir to have James Conner only touch the ball 60 to 65% of the time, and you have two other guys touching the ball the other 35%, that's a lot of Madden stamina on full. Because they're three different runners. James Conner does everything, okay? He's the best between the tackles guy. You know, Benjamin's kind of a bowling ball where he's he's gotten better at catching the ball in the backfield. Darrell Williams is better at catching the ball in the backfield than the other two, I think. And he's able, just, he's got a nose for the end zone. He's not as, like, he performs a lot bigger than he actually is in stature. So I want to see, it's not about winning the RB2 role. It's about in, gaining trust of Cliff Kingsbury and Sean Coogler to give Eno Benjamin two or three series a, 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 a game in the regular season. That brings a good running back room to a great running back room. If you if you haven't heard, I, I'm hoping James Conner numbers dip across the board. Touchdowns would be great. I mean, inside the five-yard line, there are very few that are as good as him inside the five-yard line getting to the end zone because not all running backs have a nose for the end zone. They just don't. Ask Kenyon Drake. James Conner does. But if Eno Benjamin can be folded into this running back room mix, that will, by all accounts, make this offense even more high-powered, even deeper because you have another set of fresh legs who can get yardage and who, who has the trust of the quarterback or of the head coach and the running game coordinator to do so. And that's a huge deal. Those are the three that I'm looking for on Sunday. Zayvon Collins to look less lost, Trey McBride to get some run, and Eno Benjamin to show me that he could be an RB2. It's going to be fun as hell. And again, a reminder, I will not be doing a halftime show on YouTube. I will be doing it on Twitter Spaces. I'm going to try something else different. Hope you join me. Alex Clancy, Locked on Cardinals. I will talk to you Sunday via Twitter Spaces. Make a Twitter account. Follow me on Twitter at Clancy's Corner. Pop in, ask your questions, listen to me, yap, do whatever you like. Thanks for making Locked On Cardinals your first listen today. Now make Locked On Fantasy Football your second listen. Find the intellectual fantasy expert, Vinny Iyer, who brings over 20 years of NFL expertise and a unique angle to give you the moves no one else has. Get ready for your fantasy draft with Locked On Fantasy Football. Alex Lanty, Locked On Cardinals. I will talk to you Sunday night in Twitter Spaces and then Monday on the podcast.